Hello? Hey, hey, Brock, it's Austin. I'm sorry, Austin who? From, from Unpop. Oh, the half-Jewish one. No, no that, that's Sean. Oh, the one with the muscles and the baby oil? No, goddammit, that's Curtis. I'm Austin, the loud one. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's, uh, been a while. Like, like 27 years, right? C closer to four months. Anyway, I'm calling because it's happening again. And we made a promise. You need to come back to Valley Village. Now. Oh, sure, you just want me to drop everything, and, uh... Yeah, actually, I'm pretty open. So I'll be over after a quick bath. You, um... You call the others? Curtis is on his way. I just still need to call Sean. Okie dokie. Shawnee, Sean, Sean. I wonder what you've been up to. I'm... I'm right here, Austin. Ah! I've been here this entire time. Like... Like, since this morning? Since Endgame. I couldn't bear that it was all over, so I just... Stayed in this chair. God, you're so quiet. I've trained myself to ignore the puns. Hey, that chair wasn't always brown. Oh, no! Damn ah! it, Brock! Damn it, Brock! You can't do that when there's a murderous clown on the loose. Ooh, Slippy's back? Not falling for that again. It's a metaphor. We said that once the sequel to It came out, we'd get back in the studio and do another podcast. No matter how painful, no matter the cost, no matter the smells. You guys want a fortune cookie? Ah! Ah! Damn it! Forgot you were here again. Sorry. Where's Curtis? I, I need to get on the road to a gig in uh, Tona. Oh my God. Hi guys. What the hell happened to you? Where are the muscles? I don't think I should give you a fortune cookie. The last 27 years. Four months. Uh, haven't been easy. They opened a new Chinese joint on the, my block and, and Joker won the Golden Lion at Venice and well, you get the purse. Yeah, 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 the yeah, picture, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Man, I used to be fatter. I just want to let you all know that Sean won't be able to make it. He, uh, he tragically took his own life out of fear. God damn it. I'm still actually right here. Ah! Oh! Jesus, God, you're so quiet. Well, boys, shall we end it? This isn't spiked Kool-Aid, is it? I, I don't think these fortune cookies are sitting too well. I'll, I'll eat the rest. Just grind them up and spit them in my mouth. I don't care. The movie! It! I, with the hottest scars guard. Are we ready? Let's kill this fucking clown. <laughs> ah! Oh, I'll take it. Podcasts are unpopular. We're recording live from the bathtub of our group suicide. Hey, grab a fortune cookie, everybody. Austin dropped his. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back to the Unpop Podcast. The podcast so unpopular, we're persona non grata at the Clown Motel. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that it? Is no. More? Got more. <laughs> they get worse as they go. Good. Good keep going. <laughs> Welcome back to the Unpop. Podcast, a podcast so unpopular, we've been conspiring with Ukraine for years and no one gives a shit. Relevant. <laughs> Witch hunt! Witch hunt. That, that hunt. The only, <laughs> the only clown I care about is the one in the White House. We Welcome back oh. to the Unpop Podcast, the podcast so popular we start and stop at random and no one asks us about it. 
<laughs> Welcome back to the Unpop Podcast, the podcast so unpopular that we forget to do it. <laughs> Wait, you're open, you already opened your cookie? Yeah. We should do broke. a ceremonial. Oh, All right. Well, well, mine, well, was well, that's cracked. Cracked. mine was cracked. Mine was cracked. Now he's got to like digitally ma- master it and put a crunching effect. Uh, if you can't tell, I know you can't tell. You just heard a lot of crackling. We're opening fortune cookies. It has this weird little creepy girl on the front. Do you see that? What? Oh, you got a girl? Did you get the weird one? The weird one. Oh, it looks like a. It looks like Pennywise. It looks well, like a girl. It actually looks like the image on your shirt of Pennywise if you squint at it. It kind of does. <laughs> you squint. Well, it's relevant to the movie. It's in the book. Nope. Nope. That's cut. just like Nobody that was that excised from the book. That was excised from this podcast. Oh, we're talking about the. <laughs> In this thing, because I have read the book now. Now I'm oh, armed no. with knowledge of the book. <sighs> Who I saw the first read? one with <laughs> knowledge. He did the audio book, and now, much like Prometheus bestowing the gift of fire unto man, I have been bestowed the gift of reading, <laughs> and I read this very long book. Please don't turn this off. I promise it gets better. <laughs> You want to uh, read our, who's so, reading read our, our fortune, fortune first? So we have Fortune Cookies. If you haven't seen It Chapter 2, which is what we're talking about, welcome to the Unpop Podcast. We're talking about It Chapter 2, where they uh, start the movie with uh, Fortune Cookies in the Chinese restaurant they frequent as adults. Oh, anyway, here we're going to read them. Go on. Ah. Oh. That was the breaking you, you eating read the paper? No. Oh. I just broke it in front of my mouth. I don't like these. Ah. I, don't, I don't like Fortune Cookies. No. I'll eat it. Read your cookie. Uh, you have at your command the wisdom of the ages, if your name is Sean. Which age? Wow. The, wow. the Civil War? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lucky numbers 11, 19, 20, 39, 40, 55. Um, Those are just 8, numbers. 23. No, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Oh my God. <laughs> we have to go back. <laughs> was that a lost reference? It was. Yep. That celebrated 15 years. Wow. I know. Yeah. My turn. If you can shape it in your mind, you will find it in your life. That's <laughs> <laughs> Lucky number, number four, 10, 8, 39, 43, 66. Learn Chinese, China, Zongguo. What? Zongguo. Mine says learn Chinese. I forgot to say this. Taiwan. Taiwan. Well, that's easy. <laughs> that's why I was like, I don't understand. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. If it, you want to learn, learn uh, Chinese, and it says Tibet, you just hiss. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't uh, uh, Hong Kong be the more relevant? That's relevant. Would have, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm still in the 90s here. You know, Richard Gere cannot work in movies because, because of the true durable? story. Richard Gere, no, because Richard Gere is for a free Tibet, that oh. movies that are marketed oh. to China will not allow what Richard about Brad Gere. Pitt? I'm not talking about Brad Pitt. But he I'm was in that movie. I'm talking movie. about Richard Gere. Seven years in Tibet. Flight Club? Yep. Oh. Sinbad? Flight Club. The actor? Oh. Comedian? Anyway, help, I'm being held captive in a Chinese fortune cookie factory. Oh, my God. How old Dad are Dad jokes. Oh, God. Faith is the bird that feels the light and sings while the dawn is still dark. Wow, it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. I don't know what it means. That's a kung fu quote. Lucky numbers, 55, 5, 45, 28, 13, 4. 13, What's eh? your learned Chinese? I don't have it. Oh, you got oh, the weird God. one. How about another fortune? Secondfortune.com. Oh, so you got the weird old one. I did. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to eat it anyway. Three were from tonight's Chinese food, and one was from the <laughs> mystery box. 27 years ago. Um, 
see DreamWorks Abominable in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. At least you know it's at least seven months old from when they pushed <laughs> the movie good. the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, here you go. The fun side of a relationship begins to unfold. That's really what it says. I don't oh. know what that means. Okay. <laughs> you know what the fuck? You know, <laughs> <laughs> no! I don't want to unfold. He's unfolding on us! <laughs> What's your learn Chinese? We're an educational podcast. Ah, nothing else. Learn Chinese. Nothing else. A house. She. That's <laughs> sexist. What is she? She. S-H-I? S-H-E. Oh, she? Man. Oh, wow. She. Maybe it's Shay. Could be. I had somebody told me something really trippy the other day. Um, what if when we die, we're all in an arcade and like you pull off the VR helmet and our whole lives were just like four quarters worth in like super future VR. And somebody's like, what did you do? And then like our whole lives were just like around a VR. God. Uh, who? That's basically like Elon Musk's theory that we're just AI or some futuristic. Yeah, but I think what screwed me up was like that some eight-year-old kid on a summer vacation is well, playing as Brock. Kid. What? Like what do you mean? It could be alien monster. No, or Brock. Little How would Brock. it live an entire lifetime? What is this technology you're describing? <laughs> you lost off. your mind. Put him in the home. Far off also. How far off? If I told you, I'm just saying, if I said 1940 that you would be able to move in a maze and chase ghosts with a yellow puck, they'd have burned you at the stake. That's your example <laughs> of the craziest thing to tell someone from the 40s from today? <laughs> Not the computer in your pocket that talks to satellites and will give you the answer to any question you could fathom. Pac-Man. No, it's Pac-Man. <laughs> That's the pinnacle of their <laughs> inability to comprehend anything. Well, if you can't tell from our nostalgic intro to this episode and the Forge Cookies and the, the already intro, it's chapter two. We're back for this, at least. Yeah. It's been a bit. Mm-hmm. But it's been a minute. We t- we're kind of taking the summer off. Yeah. Not intentionally. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we just stopped doing it and uh-huh. no one said, hey, let's do it. Yeah. There but- was nothing good since Endgame anyway. <sighs> what? Huh? Yeah. Well, when did Rocket Man come out? That was better than Endgame. No, get I out. I never saw it. A lot of things. Midsommar. Yeah. Midsommar. Could have talked about that, but didn't. Could John Wick 3. John I really like I didn't see John Wick 3. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your summer hits, Brock? What did you like watching this summer? Paddington. <laughs> that was not <laughs> summer. I clawed it out of an of, of abandoned red box. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about it. Yep. Sex. Uh, no, it's it. Doing it? It chapter two. On pop recap. On pop recap. On pop recap. Recap the movie. In Are you making style me do it? Un-pop. Don't look at me. Are you making me do it? I don't know. Well, Whose turn is it? You protest too much, so yeah, you have to do Fine, it. Okay. Me thinks the lady doth protest too much. It's God. it's up to it's it. No, I'll do it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean. Sure. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. All right, Brock Powell. We will okay. start the timer. Are you ready? Yes. Don't sit. Don't be that close. <laughs> I have it adjusted for you being where you were. When you get way closer, it f***s it up. I'm, I'm so sorry that your engineering is... No, it's not my engineering. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All the people here is me popping. It's your fault. Yeah, see, you sound like shit now. They can't now. see me. You, this is, they think it's your uh, fault. This is allegedly your job. Allegedly? And you don't even know how to stay allegedly? a, a <laughs> consistent distance from a mic. I sw- I talk for a living. Well, then why aren't you better at it? <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. Your time starts 
in three, two, one. It's chapter two. It's a lot like it's chapter one. In fact, probably about an hour and a half of it is actually just the first movie again. The, uh... The Losers Club is back. They're not kids, but sometimes they are. And they're back in Derry. They've been assembled by Mike, who's back. He's the only one who can remember about the curse of Pennywise and the missing children 27 years later. He calls the Losers Club back, sends Stanley over Chinese food, and guess what? People start dying again. Things that we didn't know happened in the first movie happened in the second movie, and then kids are dying, and then they discover a, a weird kind of Native American ritual and a basket that's probably from Pier 1 Import, but I don't want to project uh, that could kill the clown. They all gather. They try to kill the clown. Everybody succeeds except for Eddie, who might be closeted and gay, and he dies. And uh, uh, Richie is gay and doesn't die. And there you go. The clown does die. And then everybody mostly lives happily ever after, except uh, especially Ben, who lost weight because being fat is evil. Time's up. Okay. Thank you, Brock. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Be honest. You could sum that movie. Pretty quick. I really like could. that better than the movie. There's a lot of fun. Oh, oh Sean's fired already. No, really? I, didn't, I didn't like it. Sean, start off. Wait, I need more ice. Oh, okay. No, you go while I get ice. You're not going to hear what he has to say? He doesn't be able care to anyway. <laughs> to be fair, that's no different than how it usually happens. That's so. true. He's off yeah. getting ice in his mind anyway. I, we all are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It. It. Uh, it felt like more of the same. It felt like the exact same movie, and it didn't really do enough. To they kind of did. The first hour really did feel like he was saying it felt like the same movie. The first Don't update hour, him. I, I'm trying to... <laughs> no, let him guess. Anyway, Sean, you were saying it felt a lot like the first oh, movie. Oh, it just felt like structurally the same movie. Like, they all go off, do their own thing. Yeah. Pennywise scares them. Yeah. They all come back. I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. There was some really good kid eating, though, in this. Like, he chomped on some kids. Chomped on some kids, for sure. Like, bit mm-hmm. their faces. What? Why are you laughing? Am I wrong? The the, the Funhouse kid? Chomp? Oh. Yeah, yeah, light, yeah, yeah, light yeah. Firefly girl? Yeah. Chomp. 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 What, is that chomp the girl that had the birthmark? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. was, that was great. It was so, <laughs> can I ask, g- generically, like, what, your friend. what would a clown under the bleachers have to say to you to earn your trust? Would you like... Five dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I sat around my house all day doing nothing to make two hundred dollars from fucking proactive. <laughs> you would you trust like, a bleacher clown? Unpop sponsor proactive. I didn't say I trust it, but if he's got five bucks, I want to see. Would you like? Five bucks. I want to see what he's got under there. I want to see what's going on. Would you like yeah. some ice? <laughs> it's a hot day. Yeah, I'll check that out. Huh. What about you, Brock? You posited the question. What's your answer? What What would lure me into the bleachers? <laughs> no, I mean, what would take you out of the bleachers? Anything, anything touching your dick. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'd already be under the bleachers. I'd be like, "Who's this <laughs> clown? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to my spot? <laughs> it's your own goddamn set of bleachers. This is my territory." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so push the clown away. This is my. <laughs> Well, he doesn't. Pennywise doesn't like gay people, which is really just rude. What oh, do you mean? What do you mean? He's First homophobic. What? At what point in the film? Are you what? kidding me? He, did you see the? Opening? Did you see the movie? Oh well, he didn't kill him because he was gay. Yeah, he, him because he, he literally outs Richie. 
well, for being I, gay. He's like, I'll tell him your secret. Like, also, well, that's he's, that's that's he's doing all this sadistic shit that's to everyone. To hey, listen, fucking Republican clown. It's yeah. okay to be gay now. <laughs> it is. So maybe, uh, maybe a point that the movie that. didn't take up on well enough is it symbolizes the evil of the the purest evil of humanity, and that is hatred is part of the purest evil of humanity, and more so in the book, uh, you get a clear feeling that it, that's that's racism, that's oh yeah, homo- homophobic things. Really? Oh yeah, in the book, Pennywise. Oh yeah, all huh? the time. Anytime he talks to Mike, it's all he says. Oh my god. Why is, is Curtis shaking his head? No, is that not true? It's true. Don't make me scour the book. He says the N-word a lot. Pennywise does. <laughs> I haven't read the book. I don't know. You're uh, the produ- only two people. Producers now. <laughs> don't make me producers. Producers now. <laughs> Just flipping through pages. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yep, there's one. There's one. <clears throat> Let's see. I got my copy of it here. And, uh, yep, there's one. And, uh, yep, there's another. And, oh, oh, God. Let's see. That. Oh, oof. Yeah, book's riddled with it. Let me see. Oh, ooh, yep. Yeah. Oh, there's a big one. I actually don't remember that. That's Huck really? Finn that you're yeah. reading. Oh, <laughs> no. He said it a, a lot. A lot? Anytime he talked to Mike. Oh, shit. Called him that. Well, I, I did He's not bad. get that. That Pennywise is not nice. I didn't get... I mean, I get that idea that it's mm-hmm. the evilness within humanity and all mm-hmm. that stuff. I did not get that he was homophobic. Are you kidding way. me? He no. clearly was. He it's not homophobic. I think he doesn't care. Yeah, he's that's, just that's what on. I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. just... He's like... Does, he doesn't... Uh, but it's feeding upon the evils of humanity, which are homophobia. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. You know, Technically, it's and. a she. Who? Oh, Pennywise. Pennywise. What? In the, in the book. Really? Yeah, <laughs> she's pregnant. She laid a bunch of eggs. When they find one at the end of the book, spoilers, 30-year-old book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, they find I'm eggs? Super cut off There's in, a bunch of eggs. Is this yeah, real? Now, now I don't know... <laughs> No, I'm serious. When they go down to its its layer, it yeah. has laid like a bunch spider of eggs. eggs. Oh. This is just a spider. It's basically a giant yeah. spider in the book. Like it's like truest form Got is it. closest to a giant spider. Why does it not like a turtle then? Well, there's this whole no. side plot. We'll of get like to that. When you get into cosmic space, there's this turtle and it doesn't really do anything. It's just there and it's kind do of you, a Do you feel like the Native American folklore thing filled out the turtle stuff? I yeah. I wondered if the word for the tribe that they'd used the Native American word was turtle. I didn't look it up. I didn't either. He Mike in the yeah, movie yeah. said something about the tribe. I'd never yeah. heard of that tribe before, yeah. and I'd wondered if it was some sort of like it's the not turtle is not like <clears throat> it's weird because the turtle's not like the opposing force to it. In the book, it's this thing called the other. That's like the opposing force to it. That's helping guide the losers to f- like conquer it. Mm. It's called the other. The turtle is just this giant turtle. That exists in the cosmic space in which you can confront it in its truest form. And it's alive when they're kids and it's dead by the time they get there to be adults. So it doesn't really do anything. Mm -hmm. If anything, the movie kind of blows up its significance to be bigger than it is. I think they're all just like cheeky nods. They're cheeky nods. read the book, remember the turtle? Yeah. I mean, that book, it's fucking crazy. It's insane. Like chaos. And I appreciate the movie for almost going there in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Like they take, uh, and if you saw the movie, I hope you did because we're spoiling it all. Um, the the Native American hallucinogenic trip that you see Mike go on and then uh, Bill go on it happens when they're kids mostly. Yeah. But you see, you get to see them kind of experience what the cosmic nature of it is. And what I I did really enjoy the this movie is made up of pieces that I love to make a movie that I really like. Like the piece, yeah. take any of these bits out and watch them separately. 
they're awesome. Yeah. Any bit. Yeah, like the hallucinogenic uh-huh. bit, the Pennywise's or yeah. Origins bit is horrifying. I, I loved all that with the yeah. Native American, like kind of like stop motion-y yeah, looking animation so stuff. I so loved good. all that. And I think that was a good like proxy to fill you in kind of, but you can't get into the meat of the yeah. book, which is just so f***ing yeah. long. You're, just, you're behind the eight ball telling this story because the first movie puts you behind the eight ball and that they just told a Stranger Things-esque version of the beginning of the story. They didn't, they specifically didn't get into the big cosmic stuff because they weren't really going to when Kerry Fukunaga was going to make the movie. Mm-hmm. They were going to get there-ish, supposedly, but they used his script. They didn't really plan on it going to the second movie until it did, it's become the biggest R-rated horror movie of all time. Right. And so then the second movie now has to be like, oh, how do we actually end this story? Right. And be faithful at yeah. all. <laughs> right. So you kind of have to retcon in a way. Yeah. And not be as, you know, inherently interesting, I think, but character-wise. I, I, but I liked how they did that and, like, having read the book, there's just so much shit in there that you just couldn't you just couldn't do and, like, audiences wouldn't totally get. So I thought the, like, Native American version of it was a good proxy and pretty close. Also, the Richie being gay stuff, that wasn't in the book, It right? was definitely not I mean, in the that book. Was, no, that, was a new, that was a new thing. And I enjoyed that. But I, I mean... So how well I want to know how well you two, Brock and Sean, thought it worked that I think Richie was the main character of this movie. And the book is clearly Bill. Bill is the main character of that book. It's a Bill and Bev story that mm-hmm. the others participate in to a heavy degree. I thought the movie was definitely a Richie story, first That's and foremost. I thought it was still Bill. I, I thought the perspective was still Bill. Yeah. <clears throat> even though like Bill Bill Hader stole that film. Like, oh, totally. He, he, he was so great. He was the best part of it. I, I feel like... You're right. There's a... The anchor is still Bill. Yeah. Denbro, but mm-hmm. the only one with... The one with the most interesting arc and who moves the story along the most is Richie. Sure, but but Bill Denbro still has an arc. It's, a, it's not as interesting, but I feel like that's the one that we're following and he learns the most, I guess. But he, like, changes the most, you I feel. So? In the traditional sense of the film... Like the protagonist changing the most, mm. like he gets back to his roots, and he has the whole thing with Stephen King, who's actually in the film mm-hmm. about yes. like being a writer and and all that. I, I guess I guess he does kind of have a change, but to me, like what makes this movie so strange is like these these characters kind of arrive as their epilogue versions, like yeah, the twenty seven years kind of deliver them in the beginning of the picture as the versions they are throughout the movie, like Bev is pretty much the same. Like when Jessica Chastain starts to finish, nothing really changes. Yeah. The, her biggest choice is leaving her husband. And, and I felt like it happens her, in the first scene. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. performance, honestly, that kid, who I what, what's yeah. that character's name? That actress. Sophia name? Lillis. God, she was phenomenal. And yeah, Jessica Chastain great. was okay. Yeah. Passable. I think that that's how I feel about mm-hmm. most of the adult actors, except Bill Hader. I thought the guy who played Ben, I'd never heard of that actor. I don't even know his name. He uh, was pretty damn good. I liked Eddie, too. Yeah, right. James Ransom oh, was Eddie. Yeah. He was Older good. Eddie. So, Eddie was, so damn he was good. Great. Eddie and um, Richie were, I in guess, my opinion, by the far the The two best. heavy hitters, which are Chastain and McAvoy, didn't yeah. do it for me. Well, they. I don't know that they had much to do with us, like, as yeah. actors. Yeah, I, I think those I characters are pretty Sure. Bad. So that's yeah. not... Well, I, I guess. guess. And that's the tough part of the adaptation, because both of those characters have... 
their partners who follow them throughout the entirety of the book. Like Beverly's husband follows her to yeah. Derry and becomes like a menace like uh, Henry Bowers is in the oh, movie. Yeah. And Bill's wife is actually another like big important character who yeah. follows him to Derry. And she so, gets like captured by it. Yeah, and wow. so they, like removing those two kind of neuters their story in the movie. Yeah, which is tough. Interesting yeah. and not Although, fair. And they f- in the book, they do. They f- <laughs> the addition of the they don't get together. Really? Nor do they in the movie. But no one gets together in the book. They all forget. Wait, they don't get again. Okay. Well, what? no, no. Ben and Bev are together. Not in the book. Yeah. No. Yeah. They leave no. together. No. Austin. No. He knows how to read. Producers know. Well, Curtis, you've bested me in your Stephen King knowledge once again. Yes, I was wrong. In the book, Ben and Bev do end up together, though they do mostly forget. Well, they completely forget the events, but they seemingly remember each other. I don't know. They, they get together, so the movie is, is accurate. I was wrong. But no, they all go their separate ways, and they all forget everything again. Can we put, they journeys, can we put journeys separate ways here right now? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Just, you just boom, sing it. Boom, 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 yeah, it kind of it bummed me out in the book that they all forgot everything. I liked that in the movie they remembered everything and had that shared experience. Because in the book, it's like all the shit happens and they're like, I can't really remember it anymore. And they're like, me either. We're, Bye forever. I feel like I was But they like, still oh. remember each other at the end of the book. They're starting to fade. The events are fading a little bit. Yeah. But Ben and Bev end up together. No. We will leave. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I feel like I was confused on the rules that they established in the first movie, and going into this one, I felt like everything was up for grabs. Like I didn't know that they forgot until they started, mm-hmm. and still they until they got to the Chinese restaurant and they started talking about everything. I was like, oh, they actually don't remember what happened. Mm-hmm. That. Was that something that happened at the end of the first movie, or we no. just no, no, no? You're right. Yeah, you're right. As you're, a, as an audience member, that's uh, that, it was, to be fair though. Truly, can you remember something that happened twenty years ago? We're yeah. we're almost all. I in think our I 30s. would remember this. Can't, I mean, what what's the? I'm serious. Yeah. What is the clearest remember, memory I, from twenty years ago? There was memories when I was like nine years old. I remember my uncle. Was like, hey, I want to show you this new toy I got, and it was down in the basement. And we went down in the basement, and he was like, okay, in order to see the toy, you have to be totally naked. And I was like, oh, that's weird. All right. And then we got naked, and then, and then <laughs> that when I got my Xbox. <laughs> oh, I remember getting my N sixty four. I Very remember, vividly. I remember being at Leslie's Pool Supplies with my dad, and the N64 had just come out, and the guy was playing it behind the counter, and I wanted it so much. What, what was he playing? <laughs> Mario! Dad, and what did your dad say? Well, like, well, we need that new diving board. I, I know. <laughs> he was buying, like, and, like, you know dive, what? And the guy, the guy, Earth. And I was like, the guy that guy is Mario. And he's like, wow, look at that. I was like, can I, I really want the N64. I was like, well, your birthday's in eight months. Maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we got to get dehydrated food for Y2K. No N64. Well, anyway, I think they should have remembered it. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the point. That's the of point. Like, that's its So, I, I guess, okay, was that a byproduct of his power or is it just time that they forgot? It's his power. It's his power. He feeds, he's been feeding upon that city for thousands of years. That's what it, but, but that's what Mike says. Like if you stay, yeah. if you, if for some reason, because Mike, he stayed Mike in the town, he remembered. He stayed. It just didn't feel that clear to me. Yeah. And then also I was confused because in the first movie, he's only eating children. 
Is that he still, still true? No, he he eats adults occasionally. Again, we should be saying she, but children are more easily how about it lured in. So <laughs> how we about should, we should call it an it because it's it. an it. But Bill Skarsgård isn't a she. No, but he's playing a character. Called oh, I it see. That can is you beyond explain? gender and time, <laughs> Sean? Can you please respect? It's pronouns. Yeah. You disgusting Mennonite. It's why does it, why, <laughs> why does the cog spider have to be a he? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So yeah. Uh, Sean hates gender fluidity. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it is a timeless creature. And part of its power is wiping your memory. I don't and, remember. And well, no, my question was eating adults. <laughs> yes, it does occasionally attack adults. Like, especially in the book, they have those like, those history, like like with yeah. the like gang shootout, yeah. like yeah. it causes a bunch of chaos. But it basically, but it, it ha- prefers children because they're easier prey. Right. Easier well, like, to it, I mean, who doesn't prefer children? I mean, but, veal's better than steak, so I get it. But it has to. It, Gosling's it, better sorry, than a goose. Am I crushing your leg there? No, it's dumb now. A delicious duckling. It balut. But what balut? Who? That's the chicken From Jungle fetus Book? that the <laughs> Filipinos eat. Balut? Yeah, it's a chicken fetus in the egg. You never heard of balut? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, God, those It's are basically like you crack open this hard-boiled egg, and there's a chicken fetus in Why there. Why do you know about our world's most horrible traditions? <laughs> I'm a learned man, and I read now. <laughs> I've been reading a lot. Tell them about the orangutan, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> What? Have I told you about the orangutan? No. Oh, I have it. No, he has. <laughs> I know I have. There's in Thailand, there was this orangutan that they shaved <laughs> and, used, and used as a prostitute. <laughs> and all these dudes were paying to f*** <laughs> this shaved orangutan. That's true. That's true. They had to rescue it. They had a picture of it. It was horrifying. They couldn't testify because it only knew sign language. <laughs> Amy, sad. <laughs> Amy, sad. <laughs> Amy, sticky. <laughs> yeah, people are I, I terrible. Almost, you can hear. Brock I almost on thought my this mic, was your your monkey chain to the hotel. <laughs> Wasn't that? Remember in Brazil? Yeah, the, the hotel, hotel house. Oh, I spent really too much time on Reddit. I learned terrible things. Oh, God. You brought up this the prostitute orangutan. No one's going to know. Oh. 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 <laughs> I feel like the the guy from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Did oh, you yeah. just have Chinese food? I did. I liked the movie. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China? <laughs> it, chapter two. Oh. I agree it's too long. I think they lingered way too much on their, like, individual scares. And I think they didn't trust that audiences would like the adults enough. So they, I feel like they felt like they had to go back to the kids stuff way too mm-hmm. often. Also, they were way too confident in their digital de-aging yeah. of those kids. Some yeah. of those scenes, like, especially Ben, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, that was bad. What was really Rock. weird to me was the ADR was so bizarre. Because what they did is, and you and I both noticed mm. it, they they recorded the kids at their age now, and then just sped it up. They sped it up. So they, they had did? the kids, yeah, because they're if talking. You watch, they're talking so fast, and all their lines are delivered really so. What they awkwardly had, quickly. What they did was they probably had them record a little slower, mm-hmm. and then we'll mm-hmm. just speed you up, and then you'll sound young again. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> is that really how you do that? 
You'd that's, have, that's, like, that's, that's the only way. In, in, uh, it's not the only way. It's probably the best way. In Disney television animation's Chippingdale Rescue Rangers, they would record uh, Corey Burton and Tress McNeil speaking a little slower to pitch them up to sound like Chippendale. Hmm. Speeding it up is like the probably the best way to get a higher pitch voice without artifacts. But but you have to they have to speak a little slower, right? Yeah, Otherwise yes. it would sound like chipmunks. Yeah, yeah. Well have you heard the like slowed down Christmas song with the chipmunks? Oh, it's the it's just normal. It's, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well they are super slow. It's Christmas, Christmas time is here. Let's put it here. Okay. Okay. Chipmunks, man. Really? Yeah. Have you not heard it slowed down though? No, oh, know. it's great. Right. You don't like the chipmunks? No, because we have about ten minutes of actual film <clears throat> talk. Um, no, I, I really, I liked it. I, I did too. It's I'd scary. Be I'd be interested to watch this. It'd be a long ass movie, but the full cut yeah. of both of them. Cut it in. Um, you had the most interesting thought about cutting the two movies together. Well, you oh. don't know what my thought was because I didn't finish <laughs> it. But go on, Curtis. Uh, no, yeah, no. Rock, no. Five, By the way, babble. fine listener, Austin pointed at me when he said the most interesting thought. You could excise the entirety of their artifact finding in It Chapter 2 and just oh, okay. place in the first movie. Yeah, yeah I, right I there. agree with you. Do you feel... Because yeah, I love oh. the idea of opening the whole story with them as adults, getting the phone call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And them not knowing as we do. Oh my know. god! And then because could how you the, imagine? Because that's how the book. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just we're discovering as they are, and it'd be great if a film or TV miniseries was able to do that. I to- feel like for Grace will do it. Oh, for sure. But <laughs> I, I kind of have a feeling that Andy, Andy, what's his name? Sam Machete. Machete. Andy Machete. Yeah, is going to take a machete and cut this. I think it's Muschietti, but Machete. Re- really? I feel like I've, I've heard. I heard them introduced as Muschietti. Oh yeah, anyway. Muschietti. Exactly. He's not Italian. Um, what is he? I think he's Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. What was your favorite scare, Brock? Goodness. Um, the Mike stuff didn't really scare me with the burning parents, although that was very sad. The Paul Bunyan thing did freak me out. Oh, that yeah. really got me. That was well, the, because that was I knew that was I, that was one of the few things I knew that was in the book, and I honestly did not think. Well, good on them because they went back and they picked up a bunch of scares yeah. they cut from the first movie. Mm-hmm. But that literally scared the shit out Same. of me. Same. That was one of the few that, like, legit yeah. got me. The yeah. leper right comes there. back with Eddie and his mom, which was, like, sad. But I mean, we've already the seen the leper. I, I, miss, <laughs> I miss that in the book, the leper's trying to sick. <laughs> what? And, and I wish that could have been in the movie. He's <laughs> literally chasing him going, let me <laughs> your for yeah. a nickel. I yeah. Yo, yeah. He's li- like he's backing <laughs> yeah. me up. He's <laughs> <just> real. <laughs> I don't even know if it's a leopard or just a hobo in the book. I think I think they call it a leper. Might, so the lep but the leper's literally screaming, "Let me fuck yo." Yeah. And I yeah. wish they'd put that in the movie. He's much more he's got he's got more vocabulary. I'm telling you, Pennywise in the book is <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> he's very he's aggressive. Very aggressive. Uh-huh. The so I the Paul Bunyan things scared me as well, but it also is indicative of the most tiring thing to me about the movie is the the turn and face screaming scare like that happens 
more than once. Like a character turns and he's there. And then there. That's like every, uh, I feel like that was every scare in that sequence. It was most of Which is what they did in the first movie when they were kids too. Yeah. And that was tiring in that movie as well. (laughs) What I I love is the out of frame weirdness. Yeah. Which we didn't get enough of. He's got a little bit of it. What do you mean out of frame? Like in the first movie with the librarian. The librarian lady. Who's in the back just That's just one of the best scares of all time. Just to give you guys a heads up when we come back, uh, Brock and I discovered a spider descending down from the ceiling of our studio into our field of vision, and so the screams and pandemonium that follows is uh, as a direct response to that discovery. So uh, enjoy. That's great. Like, but this one, we yeah. kind of get it with Richie when Richie's a kid and then Richie's an adult, and there's a f***ing <laughs> <spider>. <laughs> 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 oh, we're gonna die! We're gonna no, die! It's here! No! No! no. no. I, don't, I don't care! I'll get it! I'll no. Get it. no! 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 No, Curtis, no! No, Curtis, no! There's a giant spider, and Curtis has a sandal. It's hanging from the center of the room. Oh, he's gonna get you! Family of spiders uh, living. Uh, 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 <laughs> open your mouth. Open. I don't know where this. Was. Oh, it's God. dead. It's definitely dead. Oh, oh my. How God. did that happen? I don't know. I, I didn't know it was a thing in the room. You're like, it's a spider, and I was. <laughs> and then, uh, I thought you were talking about the the. No, there the really head, was a spider. The, I know. I understand. So. I've canceled. In the case podcast. we had to, you know, excise a lot of that because of yelling and. Uh, no, it's nonsense. good. People like the audio scapes. <laughs> yeah, ASMR a of a spider attack. <laughs> the spider family. Sean's dead. Uh, yep. Where were we? Scary moments. I lost. I I lost years off my life. I was gonna say the you were talking about like the scares that happen like out of focus. Oh yeah, background out of focus. The old lady. That well, that whole scene was the most tense. Yeah. But her doing that little like yeah, yeah. But then when she's talking from the darkness Mm -hmm. and runs out and it's like Mm -hmm. the giant CG version, that one scared the shit out of me. That was insane. That was really good. I I love how the camera just stayed on it and it runs at you. Like, that's just an assault on your face. It's so good. It really scared the shit out of me. I appreciated that Mm -hmm. quite a bit. I like that a lot too. I feel like they didn't give Pennywise and Skarsgård enough I agree. In this. Like, I wanted more Skarsgård Pennywise That's interesting. Like, more like like the Georgie scene opening up. 
That's like maybe my favorite scene in that movie. Uh, they they kind of recreated got... with the bleacher thing, I think. The bleacher thing, and yeah. then when Bill's in the the sewer of his house, you get some of it there. Some of it. Yeah, I just like, wanted like a lot more. I guess, not not like big spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was plenty of that. Okay, but, like more of the like one on one kind of interesting. Kind I of wonder. Lives. I wonder comparing them back to back. Just how much screen time there is for each? Because I I feel like it's pretty similar. It probably I guess, is. I, I guess, guess I I, just wanted I agree with what you're saying. I don't think it's screen time. I think it's like meaty scenes, or yeah. meaty well, dialogue. Because like scenes. in the book, I remember reading and like being so freaked out by Pennywise in the book because he's so just like just f- with them and is so aggressive and like leads them to places and then is just there and yelling at them and crazy. Yeah. And I, I wanted more like mm-hmm. Pennywise directly interacting with them. As the clown, because that always—that's I think—that's what scared me the most in the books, and I would have liked mm-hmm. to have seen more of that on the screen rather than jump scares, more like psychological. Because yeah. like I remember reading the book, like the scene where Ben goes to the library, mm-hmm. it was one of the only times in the book I got like goosebumps because it just the like that feeling of predestination and him being led there, mm-hmm. and then Pennywise just appears and he's like, "I'm gonna f- kill you!" Like yeah. just scared the shit out of me, and I would have loved to have seen that in movie form somehow, mm-hmm. like him more like directly to them, like. I'm gonna f-ing kill you. I wish that was in there, but it's not. Yeah, that scares me more than jump scares. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Same. Like, like something that has like an intention. Yeah, that's way scarier than like because that gets you for the initial rush. But I love when yeah. like tension builds over the course of a mm-hmm. film to like slowly scare you more. Like The Shining yeah. scares the shit out of me that's, as an adult. Did, that's why that middle tension. section of that movie just falls so flat. Because I did, really I did drags. see it twice. And did, the second yeah. time, the second time was second time with us, and it was. It's just this, this. The set pieces are well made, but yeah. just there's no. It's all well done. Drama. There's there. too much of. Do we get a payoff to the bully? Yeah, Bowers kinda. Because again, in the book, he'd like. I'm so upset they cut the Pennywise talking to him in the moon. Yeah, oh, I yeah, love that, been really that cool. in the book. Can you explain what that mm-hmm. means? So in the book, Bowers goes to the loony bin because he's crazy yeah. and stabbed his dad in the neck, and then Pennywise realizes that he needs assistance in fighting the losers. Yes. So he appears to Bowers in the moon oh, and is like, hey, really I'm cool. here to rescue you. And he unlocks the jail cell and actually like Pennywise like kills some of the guards and lets it helps Henry escape. And I wish we could have had that scene of like, because I loved in yeah. the book the way it was written, like where Pennywise is like directly calling him back and it makes uh-huh. Henry like a more formidable force. Yeah. Because he's so directly influenced, which they alluded to and tried. <laughs> They, yeah. they definitely tried. They, yeah. I mean, they, it's pretty Renfieldy. The whole thing felt very yeah. Renfieldy with Dracula yeah. Yeah. And being called to it. But I loved, I loved the f-ing balloon. I loved yeah. the simplicity of just using the balloon it was imagery. Really great. Yeah. It was great. It was really. But great. they resurrect his friend to like yeah. cart him around, which I feel like was tough for anyone who didn't read a book. That's One, in, it's, that's it's the, the wrong friend. Yeah, so it is the wrong friend. What, what, what that mean? friend, the friend in the movie, was the friend who like tried to jerk him off in the book, right? Yeah. So the friend, yeah, yeah who's also like a big like, fat like monster, a, a, a big kid. Uh, like kind of autistic. The most gruesome. This is a sidebar in a way. The most gruesome death I've ever read in my life yes. is Patrick Hoxetter's death in the book. With the flying, and it has its own chapter. It's the yeah. death of Patrick Hoxetter and the flying sucking sucking monsters. monster yeah, creatures, the great. insects. Yeah. they're in the fridge. They're like these flying it's monsters awful. that like latch onto him and start and sucking so, his yeah. blood. One of the but this guy like literally tries to jerk off Henry. Yeah. 
Yeah. So he's like, yeah, he tries he, to blow him. I think. He's yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, get out of here. He wants like he touches it. Like, yeah. They he get, yeah. He yeah. touches. Yeah. <laughs> the book's crazy. <laughs> it's guys. So nuts. The book gets. He <laughs> was doing so much cocaine. The book is crazy. Made so it the they episode. they swap they swap out because that actor was a I don't know a better presence in the first movie and yeah. more recognizable. They swap him for the. For the the fatter guy who's supposed to be that guy. Either way, like you yeah. don't really know why. Why is this dead guy driving the car? Is it a hallucination? Is it well, not? And they, well, he, they had a flashback, right? but they don't pay it off. They do very briefly. They, they kind of show you who it is. Yeah, but they don't pay it off at all. Like he, no. like Henry Bowers, then just gets killed yeah. by. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Who kills him? Eddie? No, Richie Bill, kills uh, him. Richie kills him. Yeah, that's right. But then the yeah, zombie he, guy's he, still there. Is it weird? Yeah, he didn't uh, have I enough of a role. I just kind of figured it as, like, Pennywise <clears throat> a trickery. Or, yeah. Yeah. I think Bowers could have had a bigger role in the movie. He could have, or just been cut out. Or honest. cut out. If you're, if you're going to underutilize him, just don't do it. But in the book, of, he's like, like Bev's ex-husband. Mm-hmm. It's this scary yeah. little, like, extra thing that might fuck up Exactly. I feel like if you're cutting out Bill's wife, Bev's he- Bev's husband, who they don't break up. They're still married at the, the end of the thing. Like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you cut, also would cut out Henry. Like, why? Like, you had a perfect... He definitely fell down that shaft in the end of chapter one really hard. You just could have just killed him. Yeah, they could have just easily just, just killed him. That would have been nice. I don't care. That probably would have been good. So, favorite scares? You guys talked to yours? Talked about yours, right? Oh, mine was the old lady. The CG old lady, mm-hmm. old lady running yeah. at you. That was probably mine, too. Scary. Oh, um, are you kidding? My favorite was obviously the Pomeranian that became the most <laughs> insane-looking dog monster. What? I love that what? thing. I, I love that it too. still. This movie's more of a comedy than a horror oh, film. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. that's funny as I shit. feel like, I, I, and I think I said this when we watched it, I was like, Bill Hader almost makes it too funny. I loved every minute of it. Sure. But it like it becomes like a Ghostbusters They're movie. playing it for jokes before scares. I thought the first one was like borderline a comedy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, There's it's so much funny. humor in that. This I'm one's just funny. Yeah. They, under, they almost undercut it. everything yeah. with a joke. I, I feel like the thing that really, like watching it, kind of bothered me the most was the idea of uh, Richie being in love with someone that he could never be with and I felt a couple no I I mean I felt I resonated with that I understood that Mm -hmm. so you didn't like that did I say I didn't like it? I just said it, bo- it haunted me. Like oh, that. Oh, more, oh, oh, haunted. You said bothered, as in I thought may, you meant you didn't enjoy. Oh, maybe, sure. maybe that's what I said. But I meant more like it. It stuck with me. It resonated yeah. with you. Like that was scary. No, yeah. I mean, like, I thought that was a fun, like, additional subplot. The Richie Eddie thing. I loved it, but it broke my heart. And Richie being yeah, no, it absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I enjoyed the addition of that, making Richie a more complex character. But, I like that. But here's my my thing is like as somebody who is bisexual, I I. I hesitate to, to agree with that as a character layer, but mm-hmm. also I think somebody's sexuality shouldn't be like a thing to make them more complicated. I think the isolation is what sucks. Like if yeah. if Eddie had been a girl and he was still in love with her, it's still like that's just that blows. He well, should think, have had to come out. I think Richie should have I, had to have, I think like, he should have come out at the end, I agree. I think, I think he's still in the closet like he might be okay yeah. with it which is so and bizarre I think that's what the complication was not that he was gay I think the complication was he wasn't out right and that's why Pennywise was taunting him with that like I'll tell him your secret which is so weird to me though because also like it's 2019 and and the reason that I don't like loudly say it is because like first of all <clears throat> man this will probably get cut <clears throat> I think most people are only interested in people who are bisexual that are attractive I think that that's a really hot thing for a lot of people 
And I think that when people find out about gender fluidity in somebody that is just a normal person, people are less interested. It's more yes. interesting when it's hot. I would argue that okay. that goes sure. for every aspect of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If a hot person's doing it, we're all more interested. Fair enough. So, but, but I, so I agree with you. I just think it goes much farther than yeah. gender fluidity or bisexuality. But, but I, it, if you're hot enough, you'd be like, I'm an ostrich. And everyone's like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> now be a naked ostrich. So it, it really broke my heart, like that scene with Richie and Eddie. I mean, that just killed me. It, it almost would have worked yeah. better if you had made Richie, and I understand making him a stand-up rather than a DJ, because that modern day makes a little more sense. But I think if you had given Richie a job... Like maybe if he was like an MMA fighter right. or commentator, like if you mm-hmm. gave him a job that was mm-hmm. rooted in he masculinity, he should have had his own podcast. Straight yeah. up, that's what he should have been doing. But yeah. if you gave him a job that was rooted in masculinity, him being well, closeted too. would that make too. more sense. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Like, well, but being a gay stand-up is are there? But, no but are there many gay stand-ups? I can't think of many. Yes. Name one. Uh, Bill Burr. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like. Well, I don't watch gay stand-up comedy because I don't like gay people. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, Tig Notaro is gay, and she's wonderful. Yeah, but think You want a gay man comic? I mean, John Mulaney, but he's married to a Jewish woman. (laughs) You get gay vibes from Mulaney? Yes. Interesting. Not at all. Yeah, no. Oh, your gaydar's broken. Not even a little bit. (laughs) Uh, There's got to... We have to name a gay male comic before we... Louis Anderson, but... Producers no. No, I mean Louis Anderson was yeah. <clears throat> that was a huge thing was that yeah. he was gay, but he but that's the problem is like gay I and gay people from like the Like an 80s. out gay comedian. Yeah, name one. Oh, okay. I was like, who's the guy who did the Halloween special that we Is Joe Coy gay? Paul Lynn? Paul Lynn, yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul, Paul Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. He was an out. No. Out. He was out. I mean he was out, out as much as a uh, He was man. out as you could be in that yeah. time. Um no that that particularly haunted me. Um God the scene of and Finn Wolfhard in the arcade by himself trying to, like... That was great. God, yeah. it hurt! And what a great, like... Uh, I will give g- mad respect to Muschietti for, like, giving you all that information with such a very simple... Like, the, like, hand, like, mm-hmm. the high-five yeah. thing, and then, like, Finn did a great job of, like, well, you, you want to play one more? Like, I was... What a... Mm-hmm. Very little speaking and like, oh, oh, he's gay. Oh, that's an interesting choice. Just like all right there. So mm-hmm. like good good yeah. on them for yeah. showing but, and not telling. But that kid was filling the role of Eddie, which tells you everything that you need to know because yeah. like that was when they were on the outs or whatever. Yeah. I thought for a second in that movie that it was going to be Stanley <laughs> because like – Stan Lee? He's dead, bro. Yes, Excelsior. <laughs> no, I thought Stanley Stan Lee Uri- would be the – Uris? Uris, yeah. Stan- I thought Stanley Uris and um, – uh, Richie were going to be gay together. They're going to have that. I thought so because like they they allude to him carving something in the bridge, but don't show you what the other letter was. And at first, I just thought no, it was EK. At the end, did they show EK? No, they don't tell the they they Is show the R, R R and E. Oh, uh-huh. but they only oh, show e. R. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then they show E at the end. Yeah, but what was right. weird was in the flashbacks, Richie was in the synagogue with Stanley, and I just, I don't know. I oh. just yeah, I thought they were, was they were like closer friends. I thought that's where yeah. they was going. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah. I could see that. But then, because Stanley's dead out the gate, you can't like build up that relationship over the course of the story. Also, a little annoyed that they didn't give enough attention to the fact that 
the logo of it on the book and in the movie uh-huh. is Stanley Uris's blood on the bathroom wall. Yeah. This like, is, oh, what? This is a yeah. tough thing that... And, like, there's yeah. just a quick shot of it in the movie, and I was frustrated. I don't even think I registered that. thing, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't the first time. It was the second time that I saw it was there. It's, I, thought, I the saw The first time I saw it, I was, was like, oh, it's it. not even there. Because that blew my mind reading the book because it's they, really it's like the first chapter it's one of chapter. the best like typography things in the book they actually do the, the it they, like in the weird in the book drawn and i'm like so hold up wait so this, this lo- so like the it the way it's drawn is from the book yeah. that stanley uris in his blood after he killed himself he wrote it on the wall like that oh yeah. got it, got it. and i'm not gonna i'm gonna preface this i'm not gonna say here pretend i could direct this movie better than andy machete but I've been sitting with that scene so long in my head. I had a vision for that scene, which would have ripped ass and would have yeah. been so like you could make that so cool yeah. with with him. You know, just I agree. Yeah, that's I your f-ing title, and it's and that's your title sequence, and it's Ryan Gosling. You just yeah, psychoed him Ryan out. <laughs> I, I think they should have oh, yeah. psychoed that role. I think they should have gotten a big A-list yeah. celebrity to be Stanley. And then just iced him in the first scene. I think the first scene should have been Stanley getting been the, the call and then just well, I guess I, himself. I don't know. Half of the cast is really well known and half of them aren't. So I wasn't I didn't think like they're just gonna kill all the unknown cast. Yeah. So I, I, I can see where that stunt would have worked, but I didn't I genuinely I, didn't think he was gonna die. So that Right. But I think they should have given more attention to the fact that he writes it on yeah, the Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was just a perfect opening there. Yeah, yeah. That's what, when I was reading the book, I was like, oh, this is 100% how the movie's going to open. Yeah. It's just Stanley getting the call, going upstairs, drawing a bath, <laughs> slitting his wrist, and writing it. But I, mean, I think you could have done the Adrian Mellon bit and then done the Stanley bit yeah. and then still had that as your title. I think they were worried it was going to be too heavy. I think Maybe. it's really I did like heavy. the way they killed him. I did Stanley? like, yeah, I did yeah. like that. You're like, you just pan down and like the the bath is red and yeah. you know, it's hunched over. No, I thought that it was, it was I tasteful. Thought, yeah, I it was very tasteful. <laughs> now I didn't read the book. Does the, do the letters get sent out by Stanley in the book too, where he explains he kills himself because he wasn't strong enough to? He doesn't it? explain it explicitly, but it's very clear that's why. Because he it, okay. he gets the phone call from Mike. And then he goes upstairs quietly, draws a bath, and his wife is worried because he hasn't come down. And she goes up, and he's dead in the bathtub, and he's written it on the wall. It. So it's pretty obvious that he was. But the too letters terrified. that he sends to, he doesn't write those letters. Does no, he? no, yeah. no. The letters oh. is all that was all mm-hmm. movie. Oh, what? Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Like that's literally the end of Stanley's involvement in the book as an adult is when mm-hmm. he kills himself. Okay, so do you feel like your enjoyment of the movie and these two movies? was improved, inhibited, or indifferent to having read this really long book? Personally improved. Okay. Same. Because watching the movie, I felt like it moved by really quickly because having read it, I knew, I kind of knew what was coming and I felt like, oh, they're burning through a lot of stuff really fast. Okay, this is moving. Whereas a casual moviegoer, I could see how you'd be like, oh, Jesus, get on with it. And then all the stuff that wasn't in the book was exciting and new. So I would I would say having I would encourage anyone who enjoyed the movies to read the book because there's a lot more there, for sure. And it's very interesting, and it's one of one of my favorite books I've read. It is. It's really long, but I enjoyed reading it. Yeah, immensely. You, it is my favorite book. Do you it's feel like there could be a third movie in the series? I I heard it rumored that there might be talks of it. No. Of course, because things made a billion dollars. I just it, think I think that they did a great backdoor job with a weird like 
Polish circus thing. Like when they show the weird brief yeah. thing in the mm-hmm. old lady's apartment of Pennywise putting his makeup on. Yeah. You're like, there's your there's yeah, material. Your you also have material oh. in the book to go back to. And like if you want to do a prequel, that's what I'm talking. all yeah. in. Of Just, course. Because as, again, and they alluded to it in the movie, but especially in the book, like it has existed in Derry. And for there's some scary hundreds, shit. Thousands, years. thousands yeah. of years, yeah. maybe even a million years. And then there's like chapters in the book that are dedicated to like historical shitty events that happened <laughs> as a direct result of its influence. So yeah, I think if you're there, we're going to do a third one and it being a prequel, I'm into that. I I, in, I yeah. like that idea. I dig that. I, I, feel like I, I think was... you could go into really uncharted territory with that and make a really truly terrifying... Yeah. Like, what's the story yeah. that they mentioned in the first movie where there's, like, the settlers and they all disappeared oh, yeah. by the yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, they kill themselves uh-huh. in the well. Do that mm-hmm. story. Yeah. That could be super mm-hmm. fun. Well, that's that turned the witch, the standpipe? That's the witch with Pennywise. Yeah, way. you could do the witch with Pennywise. Is that where the terrifying. standpipe turned up? Is that yeah. where that... Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. well. Mm-hmm. That could be a great, well, terrifying... I was really interested, like... the gunslinger thing. Oh, Oh, my God. The Old West scene. Well, time out. Oh. So the gunslinger? Yeah. yeah. So that ties into Dark Tower. So, I know. Yeah. I know Pennywise oh, is in yeah, it. Yeah. Pennywise, <clears throat> I don't know. I haven't, re- I've read the first five books of the Dark Tower thingy, and I know they, they, I mean, that's the thing that is at the center of the whole Stephen King universe of books and whatnot. SKCU? Pen- yes. <laughs> Pennywise. SKCU. He took it from me. Technically could be the Crimson King, who is the <laughs> ultimate it evil of the Stephen King universe. Oh. Yeah. The what? The ultimate evil. But what's it called? The Crimson King. What is that? And that could be Pennywise? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. So it's not a thing that's explicitly stated as where it came from, but there are hints that it came from the same time and area that Pennywise came from, and he has all these, these spider characteristics and all this shit. Well, oh, and the one thing I know, like, I, I and no one else saw the Idris Elba gunslinger i still haven't I which i really that. wanted to with mcconaughey yeah. like that's so up your alley how do you, how but do in you... the trailer for that yeah. idris elba the gunslinger is walking down this abandoned mm, like weird mm-hmm, wild west mm-hmm. thing and there's a abandoned pennywise yeah like sort of like facade mm. in the dark tower world yeah and the idea is like some of the human worlds like merging with this yeah. dark tower world yeah. so and the deadlights are i know the deadlights are a huge part of dark tower Oh, and the turtle and I'm so is happy too how supposed. they treated the dark lights in this movie. By oh, the way, the dead lights. Sorry, great. it was so. That was, I, it that was, was such so a good way. We got so much yeah. weird cosmic dead light shit in I, this movie. That was perfect. Oh, like so making good. it those three things. Yeah. It was a really great way. Should I read the Dark Tower series? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I came off it and I'm looking for another Stephen King. I'm the I did the free sample of did, Salem's Lot. I'm not. Did you read Shining? Totally Have Salem's you read Lot. The Shining? I haven't. I I read it. Yeah. I read it and I really enjoyed it. And I would be interested. I've not read Doctor Sleep, but I'd be interested to reread The Shining into Doctor Sleep, mm-hmm. knowing that Stephen King in this movie, Meta, right, mm-hmm. addresses that he doesn't like the ending of the film. The Shining? The movie. It? The, in, in the movie It. Uh, babe Pig in the City. What movie? In, <laughs> in the movie It that we watched. Yes, chapter two. Yes. He doesn't like the ending. Stephen King doesn't addresses like the it. fact that most of his books are adapted and the endings oh. are changed in movies. Well, no, I Allah. think, no, he gets oh. shit for writing bad endings too. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But that's that prologue with the with the movie director right. who's acting yeah. like a diva and has a slight British accent, changing uh-huh. his ending is 100% uh-huh. a oh, Well, it's not just, break? yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it's not it just is. The, it's not just the ending that no. was changed in The Shining. No. A lot like, was changed. But, but, but the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure, I sure, don't sure. know how the ending's different. It's but what's weird different. is Dr. Sleep that Stephen King wrote is being produced as a sequel to the cinematic Shining. Yeah. 
So that's I, what you have to go off. More people saw that than the book or read the book. But Stephen King wrote the book, so I'm curious if yeah. he wrote a sequel to the movie or to his own book and, and what the oh, book is, is what I was saying. That's why I would be interested to read both of those. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll read The Shining then. Mm-hmm. Um, They're redoing The Dark Tower too. As are a, they? Adam, I, yeah. Like a series. Well, they had, is it good? That, Should I read it? That had been... Dark a, Tower? Yeah. yeah. Dark, yeah, read it. Dark Tower had been announced It's really as good. A, if I really liked it, I should read Dark Tower. Yes, it's not okay. scary per se. There are scary cool. elements, but it's, it's just good. How many of them? It's his longest series. There's right? seven. Long. Yeah, <clears throat> I got to. I got read four of them, and then I moved out here, and then well, left and my doesn't book the home and never picked them back the, up again. The, <gasps> mi- the mist even connects to Dark Tower. Yeah, like the oh, mist. Really? Yeah, comes mm-hmm. out of the monsters from Dark Tower. Oh wow! So like basically, he created, which is so brilliant on his part. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's insane to me they weren't able to, like, make that series work. Castle Rock. Castle Rock. I, well, no, oh no, no, my no. God, Castle Rock's so good. Though. Dark Tower was literally supposed oh, to be a, a connected universe where it references like all these things, like The Shining and the whatnot. But Castle Rock was an anthology series, um, which I think is still running. Yeah, season though? two is coming out shortly. Um, and it references like they have Bill Skarsgård as the as one of the main characters in it. In season there's one. a bunch of yeah, but actors is, from they're not yeah. Stephen yeah. King stuff like yeah. Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek in it. Yeah. In it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Can oh. we talk about the anthology series I'm most excited about? Creepshow. Uh, no. Okay. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. It is a Billy Joel inspired anthology oh, series yeah. that they fucking <laughs> announced. It's going to be every episode's going to be inspired by a different song or lyric from a Billy Joel song. Excuse me. Yeah. I saw that. I sent it to Carolyn. She was very pleased. I'm right. thrilled. Where, yeah. where, is, I'm thrilled. where is this happening? Is it Hulu? Amazon? Uh, probably Hulu, I, I imagine. Well, very Amazon intriguing. would make more sense because they, they have music. And right. so it would kind of make sense to double dip on that. Right. This makes and sense And they already nowhere. did some weird... <laughs> does, what? Yeah. This makes sense nowhere. What? It's the best thing ever in... <laughs> what? <laughs> some out of yes. the We're talking about Halloween. Here. You should oh. be excited for Creep Show. Oh. All right, Creep Show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Billy Joel, equally scary. What's yeah. favorite creep show segment? One or two. He didn't say well, well, I No, no, no. I, the first movie's better. But I yeah, think his favorite segment of any of them. The, the, the Stephen King one. Oh, yeah? Oh, the yeah. Moss guy? The Lonesome really? Death. The Moss guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You. It's just so strange. Leslie Nielsen did Ted Danson. Yeah. It's yeah. Really yeah. Sean? I haven't seen it. Fuck you. <laughs> What's the your You had that pre-built Are in. Are you kidding? The great. <laughs> Which is the one with the blob? Is that in Creep Show 2? The blob? There's like a blob one where they're on a lake or something. Oh, that's the, two, oh, the, yeah. no, yeah, that, mm, that's yeah. Two. Is that two? Yeah, yeah, the raft. It, the raft. That might be, that's the, that's a, it's much cheesier because I think I like the Indian one better yeah. than Creepshow 2. I just started watching Creepshow 2 again because it's, for some reason, the only one on Amazon. Uh-huh. Uh, and the it's Indian on one breaks my heart. Yeah. I gotta watch it. The Indian one? Yeah. It's really good. Oh my God. Yeah. Captain, uh, not Captain, Chief, Chief Woodhead? Yeah, I don't Woodenhead? remember. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But come on, the crate's the best one. It's got a great monster. Oh, the weird goblin thingy? Yeah. Oh, it's like a gorilla oh, monster. That whole movie's so good. Also, get five of them. also those, the Father's yeah. Day, like, my They're cake. all great. It's yeah. so... I referenced that. My. I my <laughs> God, and the cockroaches. George C. Oh, Scott. That's not yeah. George C. Scott, is it? No, uh, no, no that's no. it's the guy who plays Clark Griswold's father-in-law in Christmas <laughs> Vacation. And I can never remember his name. Am I wrong? <laughs> Same guy. I don't know, but I, I see uh, Clark, it. there's and a couple of those white lights that aren't twinkling. It's the same guy. I don't think it's the same guy. It, I, you want to unpop that? You heard him. He unpop, doesn't believe it. How much? How much? Seven dollars. No, I didn't say bet. Seven dollars. Seven dollars. Oh, 
No. Shake on it. No. Oh, I don't want to. Hands. I get out of here. Two dollars. <laughs> a dollar. A dollar. And the winner of the dollar is Barack. He is correct. The actor's name is E.G. Marshall, and he was in both Creepshow as well as Christmas Vacation, and he was also known for his role as Lawrence Preston on The Defenders. Uh, he played the president in Superman 2, and he died in, on August 24th, 1988. So uh, rest in peace. Um, Are you so sweaty? I'm always sweaty. It's hot. It's here. very hot in here. My it's palms are always room. sweaty. Plus, palms are sweaty. Too. Mom's, Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> 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 also, yeah. I was not expecting you and I to both know some of that. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're very white, Austin. Yeah, no, I'm, that's a white rapper. Yeah. Who's the whitest goddamn thing ever? Yeah, I'm I mean, way more hip hop than you are. Oh, really? Yeah. Finish the sentence. Biggie. <laughs> fries. <laughs> that's how hip hop I am. Question: Is that the longest book Stephen King has written? I don't know. I think it is. If you don't, if you don't count Dark, Dark Tower, Tower. Thing, yes. I Does think he? I don't think so. I don't think you'd count that as one book. Is he done race. with them? Are they done now? Yeah. Dark Tower's done. Yeah. He ended them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, The Shining was done, and then he made a sequel. Well, so sure. I mean, he could go back and, and could do add more, something, but, but yeah, it's, as of now, it's done. The thing is done. Like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do we want to talk about anything else? I mean, we mentioned that Bill Hader was just goddamn yeah, shit. Bill Hader's great. I cried twice at his just straight up performance. Yeah, loved the dog monster. Oh well, I like Spider Pennywise. The, Spider Pennywise. The, was good. Regardless of how you think of their performances, they all look like the. They kids. all did. Yeah, that yeah. Was it good was casting. eerie. Yeah, very good casting. Yeah, I liked how they handled too. Chewed. What's yeah. Chud? Chud. 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 How I did a couple. It they did a couple different pronounces. I was like, oh, Chud. Wait, what's Chud? The that's, ritual that's the of ritual Oh, that they have oh to yeah, perform. that was a weird name. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it is in the book. <laughs> ritual of Chud. Well, in the yeah, book, you're supposed so to bite that they bite each other's tongues, yeah. and then what? it's the that's, first it's one a, yeah. to make make the other laugh wins. It's part of oh like a big gosh. cosmic, like they're it's, flying through space, literally. But like the mind of the yeah. of it in its cosmic realm towards the deadlights, yeah. and that's like the ritual of Chud in the book. It's crazy. Hey, Chud. They should have called it Chud. <laughs> Chud sounds very... Did they say Chud in the movie? Yes. They said yeah, Chud, but they also, someone also said, like, Chud. I didn't, like they, but Chud's the yeah. movie yeah. with the weird little <laughs> yeah. goblins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch Chud. that? No, it's on Shudder, I saw. I need to watch it's it. On it's on Chudder? You should watch it. It's on Chudder. You should watch Chudder. it. Chudder. I haven't seen it. Do they have... What's the poop one? Cinematic They're little poop monsters. Dwellers. What was it called? It's not Chud. Ghoulies. Ghoulies. Yeah. Yeah. It's not on Shutter. No. no. I want to see Ghoulies. I'm not seeing Ghoulies. It's another blockbuster. I have these movies that are burned into my brain from mm-hmm. walking around Blockbuster. Yeah. Ghoulies was one. It was that, the original It yeah. was always one. Yeah. I still the cover scared that. the shit out of me. Me either. I, I think it's, it I think it's garbage. garbage. I don't know. I've I, only heard that it's, it's not bad. good. Yeah. I've only heard it's and bad. And people love it. And Tim Curry's great. Yeah. Anything yeah. else, Brock? Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say? Let's curl this bitch! Woo! Brock, you go first. Oh, why me? He just shrugged us all off. Uh, you couldn't hear that. I give this. He hates you, audience. I Brock give this. Now. I give this twenty-seven. Huh? Kernels. Oh. Okay. Why? Because it, it takes years to get through the films and <laughs> uh, and this podcast. No, I. I think this movie is going to change and probably has changed horror. 
I mean, it already has. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, I love the uh, infusion of comedy and jump scares. And also, um, I think the first movie is better, but I love them as a set. I think they go well together. I don't feel like one is necessarily much better than the other. But yeah. there you go. They're definitely connected. So 27 kernels. Hmm. I'm going to give it one kernel. One hour that you could have cut from this movie, <laughs> and it would have been better. Hmm. Um, I like one a lot more than this one, and it didn't really leave that much of an impression on me. Like, I think it's cool that horror is becoming more high budget, and we get some of this cool visuals and stuff like that, but eh, I could have left it. Wow. How many, how many losers are there? I'm not telling you, because that was my number. I give this film seven <laughs> kernels for the seven losers that are in the Losers Club. Um, I agree with Brock in that I don't think either one is much better than the other, though I do think I prefer the first as well. Um, I think we're about nine years away, or maybe seven years away from HBO picking this up for a 10-hour miniseries, and we get, like, the book as this, except for the... <laughs> That's never going to happen. Never going to happen. No. Um, I'd say 10 years. 10 years, probably. Um, yeah, there's a lot that I like about this, and like I, I do enjoy the fact that this brings horror, especially cosmic horror, to such a like high threshold. Like So many people are seeing this weird shit, and I love that. Uh, not my favorite type of horror, but I'm always going to live in the dregs, so I'm just happy that this exists. I give this film... T- uh, Turtle kernels <laughs> to signify the the cosmic and unexplainable nonsense that lives in the book and not in the movie. So I give this movie turtle kernels. <laughs> it's not a perfect movie, no. I think they did a great job adapting what is a very long and very intricate film a book. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did a great job of adapting what is a very long and very intricate book into two films. I think it has done a lot of good things for us horror lovers going forward. It has shown that well-done horror can be big budget and can make a lot of money and be successful. So I would like some more of that, and for that I'm very thankful and very excited. I had a great time in this movie. The first one's probably better, but as you said, Brock, I enjoy them together, and I think it's a cohesive story. So yeah, I I enjoyed it. I've only seen it the one time, but I had a great time, and I hope that we get to see a lot more great, big, fun, big horror. Hopefully with a lot more... (laughs) Do the kids f*** the turtle? (laughs) No, no, the turtle just the turtle is. just watches. It just watches. <laughs> oh. Mmm. <laughs> Chug. <laughs> that. <laughs> well, that's fucking it. Chapter two. Yeah. We How many kernels? Catch us again. It, um, we already closed it as our kids. Yeah, yeah. Three thousand twenty-seven turtle kernels. I think is how many it got. How many did you get? You gave it seven. I gave it seven. How many did you give? Right. It? One. One. Eight. 27. 27. Sounds about right. It's 3,027 in turtle kernels. Got it. Which is a success in our book. Yeah. We're getting into animalia here. Yeah. So you you certainly did something if you get a... Abstract numbers. Yeah. Chaos. Reigns. (laughs) Uh, Catch us again in 27 years when we do this podcast. Or four months. 27 years. Yeah. Sure. Most, Most of us will be alive for that. Yeah.
Do you smell that, Sean? I think I do. No, I, it smells. It smells like like burning. Oh my god! Like, no, what? no, it's delicious. Do you guys what? What's happening? It smells like. Oh, you know what that is? It's that sweet, sweet Death Wish coffee. <laughs> For a second, I thought we were doing a rock bit. And I got really oh, nervous. Oh, yeah. That's why Curtis got excited. Sean, yo, Death Wish coffee, which is the finest and most delicious coffee you can get, has just come out hmm. with a Pennywise. It Chapter 2 Special Edition coffee and mug, commemorative mug. Now, this coffee tastes like whatever your worst fear is. So for you, Sean, it's that you'll die alone. For Brock, it's crippling failure. Curtis, it's that everyone will see your hard drives. Whatever your fear is, the coffee tastes that way. It's an amazing technology that they've been able to instill into the beans. And if you go to their website, Deathwishtoffee.com. <laughs> Are you doing okay, buddy? <laughs> Deathwishtoffee. They have toffee? They'll now? give you not one, not two, but three dollars percent, mm-hmm. which is f***ing garbage. Wait, is it three per- Is it dollars? Is it even still valid? I don't know. <laughs> Try hashtag unpop. See what happens. Has coffee been on, uh, outlawed yet? <laughs> If it works, great. And if not, then email them. You're going to write a, an email to Jeff Ayers at Deathwish Coffee. Mm-hmm. Go to their website, find the contact info for Jeff, and write him a sternly worded email. And you tell him that you want coffee at a discount because of Unpop. But until then, go to their website, get the Deathwish, and uh, if you don't drink it, you have a Deathwish. Fantastic work, friends. See us next time when we cover the Oscars in 2024. Bye-bye. I, I love you all in this room. Love you too. Love you. Brock said nothing. before Twitter. Golly, I'm gonna go watch The Phantom Menace again. Probably the best Star Wars film. God, I love that George Bush, the first one, was our president. (laughs) I'm confused as to what year it is. (laughs) I'm 16. (laughs) What? How? Is that what I'm sounding? Why does Sean have hair on his face? And his balls? (laughs) My mom says I can't play with you anymore because of Hanukkah. Yes, and you're listening to this illegally on LimeWire. <laughs> <laughs>